even say good morning, even in the afternoon, and none of these things, huh? Good morning. First one back, man. Uh, afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> you listen to Discussions on the Distraction Network. I am your host, Holiday, and I'm here with, I'm actually the co-host on this. I don't, I don't know why he always have me introducing this thing. I'm your co-host, Holiday, and right here I have the host with me, the Tez Man. El Tez Hombre. <laughs> Real quick, man. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, we went and did a um, some podcast with uh, Stax up dope. in Columbia. Shit was dope, actually. Like that it. shit was dope. Who did you interview? Sister from um, uh, she was a rapper from South Carolina. We're, we're just going to say because we don't want to spoil it. Yeah. Too much. Um, tell me some things about the person that you interviewed. Uh, she was in the game. She worked at the radio stations um, down here mm-hmm. uh, back when, right before I think 98.9 became different. Because mm-hmm. I do remember she talked about that. I do remember that time where, like, because back then, we used to love 98.9. Because mm-hmm. it was, like, unlike Z93. Z93 was kind of like the establishment. Right. 98.9 was, like, coming up. It was, like, we all thought it was a little edgier. Right, so you in in most places where you have like a hip hop station, you have like the main hip hop station that's more commercial. Yeah, step, yeah. That plays everything that um, the commercial, well, everything that the mainline people want them to play. Then you have the up and coming station that's that's more in t- in tune to the streets. Right, right. And then she was like, um, it became like a little bit more political. And that's, I do remember that. I remember there was a time we just stopped listening to 98.9. Right. I, mean, I think it was when I was in college. I came back home, and I remember after a while, I remember, like, why did we all listen to Z93 like this? Right. And I just turned on the 98.9, and the whole thing was just different. Okay, okay. And um, I, I thought I, I was sitting in my fall watching because I had my interview. Um, I interviewed someone who was very deep in the game. Uh, out in Greenville, which is uh, skipping a hop away from Atlanta. So um, one of the things I did realize was like, yeah, if you want to be in South Carolina but be skipping a hop away from Atlanta and still go down to Atlanta and handle business, you, you're you really talking about an hour drive, uh, maybe an hour and a half drive to get to the top of Atlanta. That is a good sitting-off spot to get to and blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. But I interviewed someone from up in that area um, that had a lot of clout in the music industry and dealt a lot with Atlanta artists and Main Street artists. But I watched you in your interview, and I, I think you did pretty well. Oh, I was man. like, oh, that's it, that's it. No, look at that. Well, thank you. <laughs> it, was a, it was a good learning experience Yeah, uh, being on camera. Um, and their whole Even though I did set you up by mistake. And their whole um, process um, was very well <laughs> done, though. I mean, they had, like, a whole studio and shit. Like, well, we got a studio, but mm-hmm. they had a whole, like, I mean, there's a lot of shit you can do in that studio. Yeah. Yeah, so. I, I, hey, you know my mind though. I was asking them about setting up set scenes and all that stuff. You would, yeah. That is that is a good a good place to record some um, East Coast productions. <laughs> <laughs> I remember in college they had like well, I was in college in Columbia. That's where the, we were in Columbia, mm-hmm. um, South Carolina, and. Uh, I remember there was a porno running around called Girls at Eight Hundred Three. It was like weird, like it was crazy to see porno stars from like you know our neck of the woods. Right. I was like, huh? It's like you know we can be somebody too. You know, uh, I'm kin to the person that financed a little bit of that. Yeah. I'm, I'm saying a little bit of it because I don't know how much he had to do with it. Uh, I'll tell you off, Mike. Some what, what some they, of the stuff that he did. 
I was wondering um, why they stopped because it was like she was all right. Like it was, it was production wise, it was comparable mm-hmm. to like West Coast Productions. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of like it didn't do like you just didn't have to establish names. Basically, there was a lot of shade in it. Like there's a lot of stuff that was going on that wasn't signed off, so it became a problem. Okay, and that's that's why. Like I had, I have footage, actual footage that I had to go buy back, but like real footage that I signed off on that I had to buy back because I was a rapper. And then that was not with him, even though he introduced me to the girl that I did the scenes with. Then it was stuff that he did, um, like got me on camera doing some stuff. Yeah. Like nothing like sexual, but like put a video camera in the bathroom, watch a dude piss and stuff like that, and then try to put that out. You know what I'm saying? What like he you? was doing stuff like that to people. Like without consent, he started coming up with his own content with hidden cameras and shit like that, and then trying to put that out. But then um, that's weird. It, it's even worse stuff that I'm not gonna talk about on mic. That's <laughs> um, weird. <laughs> Um, but when we get off mic, I'll tell you a couple of things that he did that, um, damn, they got him killed. Yeah. So, um, speaking of shady business in the industry, I want to talk about Mystical real quick, man. Um, and it's because we spent all this time talking about R. Kelly and didn't he have a song together? Yeah, yeah. Maybe, probably a buttload of songs. I don't... Boy, listen, that studio must have been fucking crazy. What's well, Mr. Cole R. Kelly, so yeah, it is fucking crazy. Yeah. Crazy fucking. So give me one second. I'm just pulling this up. Because mm, what I want to get to is just like basically his repetitive crime speed. Um... So, a lot of people don't know this, but Mystical, for either the third or the fourth time, is in jail for assault and rape. Um, so, there's been a few times that, that this has gone on. Um, the first time, I think it was like 2003 or four. uh... So in 2003, this is what it says right here. Uh, he went to jail for assault against his hairstylist. It was a rape thing um, because she stole money from him is what he said. But he did his time for that. He got out. Uh, immediately got in trouble again um, for rape, but those charges was jar- dropped. And as I know right now, he's in jail for aggressively beating his well allegedly aggressively uh beating up his girlfriend and raping her. God damn. And and the story on that is crazy. Like evidently now nah, this is all alleged. Mm-hmm. Um he was having a conversation with his girl. They was arguing and to make a long story short, he beat her, prayed all over her Prayed raped her and then prayed over her again <laughs> and the whole time um 
wouldn't allow her to leave the house. Pray, you mean like pray like asking God prayed? Yeah, I prayed with God. Sat down and made her pray with him. You know what I'm saying? And then she left there and went to the hospital to report the rape. Now he's in jail again. So <clears throat> the reason why I wanted to bring this up is, one, we we talked about the whole R. Kelly thing and how I'm against that. Like, I don't care what grown women do. If grown women decide they're going to live in a house with a man with other women there as well and then um, have sex with a dude um, and not leave, that's their business. If if they're handcuffed to a situation or want to be in that situation, I feel like you're a grown-ass woman. Um, that's something that you're deciding to do every morning when you wake up. You can do that. Um, when it comes to kids, uh, and I'm talking about there's there's a blurred line between kids and adults. Right. Um, you have women that are, I mean, it depends on what, what year it is. In 1970s, there were 17, 16-year-old women that was out having sex, and it was regular with grown-ass men, 34 to 50-year-old men. Oh, so they never done a song I, together. I'm not, I'm not saying that. Um, <laughs> I'm not saying that was a good thing. I still look at that as horrible. Right. Um, however, society accepted stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, you got Jerry Seinfeld and his sis. I think she was 16, 16 year old girlfriend. You got Elvis with his 14 year old girlfriend. Well, uh-huh. um, you, you you have all these people that dated young girls. Shit, uh, Jerry Lee Lewis was fucking his like 14 year old cousin. Yeah. Um. So and that's that's blurred line, but with R. Kelly, it was more along the lines of. Like, the 15-year-old girl in the video, I've seen the video. I was 17 or 18. I think I was 18 when I saw the video. And before I knew that was a 15-year-old girl, I knew that girl was young as hell because I was like, it looked like he fucking a kid. It looked like he's peeing on a kid. And that is not amusing to me at all. So, um, you know, it's crazy. me being 18 years old and him being, like, 30 at the time, 32 years old. It's crazy you got grown-ass women nowadays talking about how they like getting peed on. Yeah. And R. Kelly got to be losing his fucking mind in that jail right now. You're like, damn! <laughs> Y'all ain't um, shit. <laughs> and I've always stood upon, um, like, this shit is wrong. And that guy needs help. You know what I'm saying? He needs to be in therapy. He needs to be introducing women his own He needs age. to be, I mean, he was doing basically the same thing to women his age, too. But he just had a thing for kids. Aaliyah was 12 years old. When he started with her, he got her pregnant when she was 15. Allegedly, according to the paperwork. Not damn. <laughs> um, he just had a thing for kids. And Boy, nasty. people like that needs help. I mean, they should be locked up forever, too. But still, you need to go through therapy. You need to get help. You need to know what's wrong with that situation. Yeah. And Because we should be working towards rehabilitation. When it comes to mystical... I'm not saying it's a worse thing, but aggressively raping women, even when you're in relationship, to resort to that fact. And you could tell from, if you read the story, it seems like there's an actual problem there. Like, it has to be bipolarism or something like that. Well, like he is like, he, like an impulse control thing. Yes, because yeah. that's what he resorts to. Um, and a guy like that, need, he needs help. He probably needs to be locked away forever still. He needs help. Like, he needs to sit down and talk to a therapist. Like, think, even after the first time they decide to let him go. 
you go spend this amount of years in jail, and then once you get out, you need to be in therapy. And you think you'd uh, be in therapy while he was in prison? Yeah. I mean, I think if nothing else, they need to be studied. Like maybe you can find markers for that kind of behavior. They have are they have done enough studies now to know for a fact that rape, raper, rapists, and child molesters, that stuff is ingrained in people to it's more than just something that you could rehabilitate through time. It is something that those people go back to. Like Catholic preachers, they will always go back to it because that's something. If they're not steadily working on it, yeah. they can always go back to it. That's why they try to resort to uh, medically castrating people yeah. as far as giving them pills to well, make think, them not want to. So think about any anytime you castrate somebody anyway, it's medical, right? Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. Um, it's a medical issue, I should say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, so. Well, it's nasty. When it comes to hip-hop, when it comes to music in general, we do have these these people we result as heroes. And yeah. you can even say this when it comes to Kanye. Um, oh, boy, can you say it to come to Kanye? Yeah. Ah, sidebar, D.L. Hughley hosts a daily show now? I thought it was um, not Wanda Sykes. Is it Wanda Sykes? I don't know. Uh, I and think I saw him on something, and I think they said he hosts the Daily Show now. Mm, well, good for him. Hold on. I don't know if it's. Te- it might be temporary. I think it'd be. Too, I think he's too edgy for that show, though. That's what uh, he said. He said he wanted to host something that he is more. He was like Trevor did a good job, but. He's more in tune with the streets. Trevor didn't go through the stuff. That Leslie he Jones. That's what I'm thinking about. She was on it last time they looked. But I think she was a guest host. I don't think I think they're still looking for a host. Okay. But yeah, um, I think you probably needed a younger person because every every host started off as a younger comedian. Right. Okay. Because even um, John Stewart. I mean, John Stewart. <sighs> I think John Stewart came on like right after like Big Daddy and shit came out mm-hmm. when he was still maybe not he wasn't he was like a middle aged man but he was like young in the game I guess still right right so I don't know because Trevor Norris like so he so he just stopped he's thirty eight and he did that shit for like what thirteen years or something like that mm-hmm. he did that shit for a while a minute minute I didn't yeah. even know who he was most of the time yeah but yeah I think DL do that shit like if DL do that audience gonna change quick. Yeah, so I don't know. I'm gonna say now that I'm I'm not versed in this because I'm not I'm not gonna try to read this while we're doing this podcast. Mm-hmm. But uh, it looks like they're going through hosts to see who's gonna be the host. Um, and Leslie Jones too. She's kind of like been in the game a while to be doing that. Yeah, and white people love Leslie Jones. They do. Yeah, they love. I did so maybe, not know that until I watched one of her stand up comedy shows. So maybe she is a good option. Man. I don't know. She probably is. She probably is the best option. Her being female and black. And she brings up the stu- the same type of stuff. Yeah. DL, DL is DL. I need to start listening to his podcast and his radio show. DL can get a name to start talking shit. That's yeah, what it is. Yeah, and I kind of like that though. But when it comes to our uh, and D- I said that because DL is uh he says the same thing I say. Um, now I'm gonna preface this by saying I've already bought the albums. 
Um, so there's no money to be made for me anyway. Right. But uh, SDL said, fuck Kanye always and forever. Because, <laughs> because that guy has shown himself to be anti-black too much to where I know it's not a... Um, I I know this is something that's deep in his heart. I don't think he's for black people, um, un- unless it has something to do with lining his pockets. Because Kanye is about that money, and anyway, um, yeah, fuck Kanye. Yeah, so when it comes to our leaders and shit like that, um, we we ch- we try to put the things that they've done against. What they actually put out as far as art. Case in point, like, when it comes to Kanye, um, I have already bought his music. When it comes to R. Kelly, I've already bought his music. I buy albums. I like physical I like physical mediums. But I don't listen to none of that new stuff. I don't listen to R. Kelly stuff at all anymore because his music, that you li- when you listen to his music, it's very much closely related to the stuff that he did. Know what I'm saying? Right. Even though TP2.com got me through a whole cruise, a six-month cruise out in the middle of the ocean. That's one what I wish, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, he said nigga on, on a song more times than anyone ever. What was TP? T, um, 12 play. I, okay, that's what TP stood for. <laughs> <laughs> TP2.com probably, and I'm going to say this, and I don't listen to it anymore. Um, he started he start the whole shit off with hit it hard from the back, roll around to the front. You know, I, I know you heard a lot of tracks, but 12 plays what you want. Just call the studio and we can go all night. Girl, I hope you can hang because I'm horny as hell tonight. It's crazy. To, damn, 30 years. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that shit starts out, and I ain't heard that shit in <laughs> like fifteen years. But <clears throat> that shit starts out. If you can, um, so TP2.com and Genuine has an album called uh, shit. That's what it's called. I don't know. I can't remember what it's called. Um, Genuine has an album that came out in like two thousand. I want to say eight, nine, ten, maybe. Um. Those two albums are the only albums I've ever... I could just hit play on that thing, and it's over. You know what I'm saying? I thought Born Into the 90s was his first album. Uh, I don't know what his first album was. Yeah, okay, it is. I was Born too young the for 90s. that. It just, oh, that was a public announcement. Okay. I think his first solo was 12 Play, right? Yeah, okay. okay. Yeah, I was confused about was that. Was it 12 songs? <laughs> no, that's a good question. Uh, hold on, let's check it. Track listing. 12, 12 tracks, exactly. Okay, you can't call him a liar. <laughs> that, shit has, that album has no features either. Genuine A Man Thought that came out in 2009. That was, that was another album that I could just hit play on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So 12 Play, that was just an album that I hit play on, period. Uh, a Man Thoughts, that's an album that I only use for one person. So me and that one person have 
Yo. Just that's, it's, it's my wife though, so I could talk about it. You look at the album cover. <laughs> for, uh, album cover for the second album. Nah, Which, I didn't know it was ninety five. Damn. Um, the second album is called R. Kelly. But the album cover is hilarious when you think about it. When you look back, when you look back at it from a two thousand twenty three mindset. Right. Like nobody told this nigga not to do that album cover. But that shit was probably fire back in the day. Though. That's the one when he on a tape. No, he's like wearing this weird ass suit, uh, where this uh, was weird ass outfit when his head is bald. You know he was bald back then. Um, it looks weird now when you think about it. I, I see it. It's in nineteen ninety five. I'm trying to look at a bigger picture of it to see what did he have a head in his lap or what was going on. No, he was just the way the pose is weird. The clothes. I'm sorry, I'm pulling for the mic. Um, the pose is weird. The way he's looking at the camera. It's just weird. Yeah. Um, I, I like, agree, though. I like the album cover for R, his third album. Yeah, and that, that's, saying, that's my favorite. That was a double album with hits on it all the day. Th- yeah, he has eight singles. But the thing is, that cover, it seems like more of a retrospective album. And you said the name of it wrong. It's called Aura. Aura, okay. Because I heard him talking to, I think that was another 2020 interview. Twenty twenty, who was Katie Couric? Uh, she wasn't twenty twenty. I don't think that was uh, Barbara Walters. Who? What's the Chinese lady? Connie Chung. Not Chinese. I don't want to say Chinese. What's the Asian lady that Connie used to Chung? interview everybody? Connie Chung. Yeah. I think it was her that interviewed him when he was like, "Yeah, it's pronounced Aura." Okay, R. Kelly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. T- dog, T- I didn't realize all those albums were so early in his career. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I think about early in his career, those like early albums, because his career was actually a long time at that point. By the time TP Two came out, yeah, yeah, because he did he did his albums, he did the art album, but he started writing for everybody in the industry. Yeah, and then TP Two dot com came out. And then he did the best of both worlds, version number one and version number two. Version number two, I don't think ever came out, because he did best of both worlds with Jay Z, and right. then with. Uh, him and Jay Z fell out. Then he did the best of both worlds with uh, Baby, right? And then, um, and that's shout out to Ill Seed. I don't know what he doing right now. Ill Seed from uh, AllHipHop.com because I used to read that thing religiously. Yeah. Um, as a matter of fact, I've featured on that thing three times. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah. So listening to him, I cannot. At all. You can't deny his talent, yeah. Um, knock his talent, but I can't listen to his music either because all all his music puts me back into... Like I said... Man, his, he's talking about a little kid on this yeah, show. Yeah, like I said, his you know music saying? all sounds like a soundtrack to his, his crimes. Right. Like I said, even if you assume Michael Jackson is guilty of the things he was accused of, mm-hmm. Michael Jackson's always singing about a grown-ass woman. Yeah, and I also have to say with Michael, like, now they want to try to condemn Michael. Michael done beat two fed cases. <laughs> Michael <laughs> right. beat two fed cases... And you know the feds don't play at all. You know, yeah, the you feds know. will try to arrest the president of the United States. <laughs> in um, normal times. And and they would kill uh, people if they don't agree with their social standings, allegedly. All of this nigga, they need to be two fed cases. Leave them alone at that point. Hold on for a second. Yeah, I lose sleep, but it's all right because I'm on the grind. 